If you go into Howard's office, um, you'll notice that there's a little uh, uh, container over there with chocolates that you can <coughs> choose. There's uh, Mr. Goodbar, there's regular Hershey's, there's Crackle. So um, I thought it was appropriate to name the, uh, the topic Hershey's versus Liebers. If anybody's ever tasted Liebers side by side with Hershey's, we'll understand that we have this very serious need to find a hatter. <laughs> that being said, we have to be honest. And, we have to be honest and straight, and we have to be able to uh, look at the Makaros objectively. We know that the Gemara Navodazara says very, very clearly that um, uh, when it lists certain things that are usur, not just ba'achila, but usur ba'hano, you can't derive any benefit from them. We saw stam yain as one of those examples. We spent some few weeks on that. Then we have a number of um, items that are listed that are usur ba'achila, but mutar ba'hano. And then we have certain things that are completely mutar ba'achila. You know, you're 100% allowed, even though you might have thought that maybe it's a problem, it's 100% mutar. So the Gemara Navodazar Lamed Test in the first Mara Makam writes, that one of the things that are mutter ba'achila, you can, you can eat them, is chalov shachalvo ove kachavim v'yisrael ro'ehu. And we're going to translate ove kachavim here as goy, uh, milk that is milked by a goy, and a Jew watches, a Jew sees it, so uh, that is 100% mutter ba'achila. If you look at the front cover of the page, you'll notice a Jewish person milking a cow. Now, that is unnecessary according to all positions. You do not need the Jewish person to milk the cow. All you need, as the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, you need the Jewish person to oversee the milking of the cow. To A guy can milk it, a Jew can, uh, as long as the Jew is overseeing. What does it mean to oversee? Does he have to actually be watching the milking itself? So the Gemara says, no, that's not necessary. All that's necessary is that even if the Jew is sort of standing outside, but if he has access to where the milking is taking place, and if he stands up, he'll be able to see. Even if he sits down, he will not be able to see. That suffices. As the Gemara says on the last line, number one, if he stands up, he can see it. So the Gemara already tells us, what is the reason why? I mean, we're talking about milking a cow. So why can't the, what, the, 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 guy, the, the Jew has to bless the milk? Why, why cannot the non-Jew be milking the cow? A Jew has to see? Well, what happens? But well, what is it? Some type of special bracha? No, that's not the issue. The issue is there's a chashash that the non-Jew is going to mix in some of the non-kosher milk. On a farm, there are cows, there are pigs, there are horses. There's milk from all these different types of animals. So the Jew may, the non-Jew may mix in some milk. Why would a non-Jew do that? I mean, we don't trust non-Jews. So the truth is, non-Jews do not have namonis in halachas. You might trust them in, in, in some other area, but when it comes to halacha, they don't have namonis. In addition to that, in addition to that, um, the Gemara says that we have, therefore, that we have to create an amirsus. We have to create some type of fear that he knows that the Jew only eats kosher, only drinks kosher. So he's going to be afraid to add in something that's not kosher. Maybe the milk will taste a little better. And the, the non-Jew knows if you put in a little chazim milk, you put in a little horse milk, it'll make the milk taste a little bit better. See, he might even be doing it for our benefit. So we have to create this type of a mirtas, type of a fear, to, that to tell him clearly you can't eat anything that's not kosher. And you have to be staying there. You don't have to be watching, but you have to be able to watch it. You have to be able to walk in at any time, create that level of fear. That's what the Gemara says in number one. The Gemara number two, well, the Gemara number two says that um, another Mishnah, we just said that what? A milk that a guy milks and a Jew sees is kosher. But but it's not kosher to eat it. It's not kosher to drink the milk. If what? 
If you have milk that is milked by a non-Jew and a Jew does not see it, he's not overseeing the process of the milking, then the Gemara says it's Asr Ba'achila. And what's the reason? Because we're afraid of the, uh, of the mixing of the non-kosher milk. The mixing of the non-kosher milk. <coughs> There's a major machlokas between the Mordechai and other, Rish- and actually, someone that the Mordechai quotes, I think it's the Rimi Paris and the Mordechai himself, among Rishonim, about what the nature of this halach is. Sometimes Chazal will say that there's a certain thing that you're not allowed to do because of a certain chashash. The question about this particular issue about milk is did Chazal say that they take the next step? There's a chashash. Everybody agrees there's a chashash that the Nadra is going to add some non-kosher milk. Did they then say, and as a result of that, we need a Jew to see it, and even in a situation where we're not really concerned anymore whether they're adding non-kosher milk, we know they're not adding non-kosher milk, or we can be pretty sure that they're not adding non-kosher milk. How would I know that they're not adding non-kosher milk? Well, there are no non-kosher animals on the farm. There's no pigs and horses in the whole locale. They don't raise that anymore. It's not, there's no... so, from what I understand, I grew up in Bar Park, I understand that our house was a farm. It used to be a farm on 51st Street, Old New Utrecht Road. There are no cows and no horses and no pigs there anymore. So in this locale, there are no non-kosher animals, there's only kosher animals. So if Chazal said, okay, listen, we made, there's a chashash, we never, we made it, we never made it into a takana, what we call a dovership of minion. Chazal never sat down and said, because of this chashash, we now make chal of akum, Usr. And it doesn't matter if the reason is there or not there. We have many takonos today that, well, we don't really see if the reason still applies, but Chazal made a takono for whatever reason. Maybe because there were other reasons that they had. For whatever reason, they said, forget about the reason. The law applies even if we can't directly see how the reason applies. If they said that by Cholavakum, so then, no matter which way you turn it, it's going to be very hard to make chal of akum that a Jew is not seeing kosher, even if you know for sure that there's nothing that's non-kosher in there because they made a dover, they made a takana. It's chal of akum. I mean, you know there's no non-kosher, but it's, it's a dover shiva minion. That's the position of the Chassam Sofri claims that that's of Rashi. Many of you showed him hold that that's not the case at all. If you could figure out a way to be sure, or be very, be close to sure that there's no non-kosher milk in there, that even if a guy milks the cat, and there's no Jew on the farm, there's no one seeing, there's no miritas, it doesn't matter. I'm sure I could say with pretty much, with good confidence that there's no non-kosher milk. This was the position of the pre-chadash. She quotes that in Amsterdam, the people would drink non-kosher, when I say non-kosher milk, the people would drink milk, milked by non-Jews, and there was no hashgacha, there was no supervision. Why? What did they rely on? They relied on the fact that they held that there was no takana, there was no there was no there was a chashash. There was a chashash that maybe they added non-kosher Even by the goyim, they, 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 they despise that milk. They don't, they don't, they don't, no one drinks in it. They weren't drinking non-kosher milk, so it would be, even the guy wouldn't do it. It was no chashash that it was being done. What he calls, ain dover tome beedro. In the flock, on the farm, there was no dover tome. In that locale, they didn't raise anything but cows, sheep and goats. At most, you'd have some sheep milk, some goat milk, but you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have any, you wouldn't have any non-kosher milk. So I don't have to worry. Yeah, but Chazal said, Chazal didn't say anything. Chazal said when there's a chashash, that there's non-kosher milk, you have to worry. When there's no chashash, you don't have to worry. Be very careful with that hat because it's not so clear that the guy, you know, maybe he is adding some non-kosher milk. Or Zvil Nova Grutter, 
He uh, tells me that his grandfather was a rav in Birmingham, Al- Birmingham, Alabama, and he used to rely on this prechadosh in Alabama. They're not milking non-kosher uh, animals, and he would buy milk from the farm. He wouldn't supervise the milking until one day he's in the grocery store, and in the next aisle, the person, you know, the, the milkman didn't, uh, you know, the person from the farm didn't know that the rabbi was in the next aisle. And he's talking to his friend, and Azriel tells me that he tells his friend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that to, uh, to he was showing off this morning. I. I I, I, uh, I put some lard in the rabbi's milk. You know, I put some lard in the, and the rabbi hears this. Needless to say, he stopped buying milk from that, from that farm. And he used to then supervise the milk. He used to supervise the milk. He used to go, watch the person, milk the cow, take the milk, and then use it for his needs. So, there is a chashash iruv. Very, very, it's a shvach, it's a shvach psak. They did it in Amsterdam. The reason why many of the conscious organizations rely today on what we'll talk about, chalav, we'll call, we'll call it chalav stam, where the Jew is not directly watching this and supervising the milking process, is not only because ain't dover tamim be'edra. There's no That's not the reason. But that's one, what we call one sniffle hefter. If there's no dover tamim be'edra, you have a pre-chadash, it's a little bit shvach, but he says there was never a takana, it was never dover shem minyam. We have a chashash. So today you don't have a chashash. Can we really say today you don't have a chashash? Azriel Novogorod, 50 years ago you still couldn't say it. That we know. Can you say it in, the, in 2012? It's not clear. So that's step one. Yeah, my question was the uh, first source. So what category would that milk be called? That Israel sees it? Yes. Chal Yisrael? That's called Chal Yisrael. Chal Yisrael, it does not mean that the Jew gets down on his knees and is milking the cow. That's, no one requires that. Even, even the frumist of the frumies but don't the, require that the Jew the milk the cow. But by Chal Yisrael, the Jew has to be present at the actual... The Jew has to be able to be present. The Jew has to, doesn't have to see the actual milking of every cow. The Jew has to be able to walk in at any time. He has to be, he has to be on the, you know, he has to be, you know, in the, in the area on the farm to be able to watch and have access to the milking process. If, if we are, have a chash of a more nefarious reason for the guy, like Basu Shemesam and I, then he wants to put something in. We're assuming the only thing he can mix in is milk. Like you say, Lauren, we're assuming that it, there are other, I mean, guys get a lot of not kosher stuff just because they're not growing eggs on the farm. Right. So why do we assume he, you can mix things in that don't have a taste? It's a good question. Water. Usually you'd go with a container, he's gonna, what's he gonna, you know, you're gonna be, milk some a milk is... Barrel of, of, of milk, whatever, he has 30... And he throws in some chaz of schmaltz. Okay, in. we're not, right, water. right. That's a good question. That's a good question. Well, let's see, let's, it's a good question. It's a good question. Let's get back. So listen, yeah, because you'd be able to detect it, but let's see, yeah. let's see. But he can add other liquids that are not kosher. It's a good Why dot Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, let's look at number three for a second. The Mordechai says he's the one that brings down this possibility that in a case where we don't have a chashash of Eruv, there's no problem. Yesh ma'ukikim mikan. Dim barur lanu de'ein behem atmea be'edro, the mutu likacholov may also go. There are those who say that it's clear that if where there's no behemoth tmeya, there's no non-kosher animal on the in, in the farm, then you can buy go, you can buy milk from the non-Jew. Even if the Jew does not watch, it's a hundred percent mother, because in that case, there's no chashash of Eruv of a Dover Tame. And then of course the next three words are Vitos who beyond and the Mordechai disagrees. That's a machlokis about whether Chazal said 
it's true, maybe we're not worried in this particular case. But once they said it's usher, you need Chol of Yisrael, by definition. And the Yesh Mochichin, and the Mordechai says, no, if you can figure out a way that there's no Chashash, then it's not a problem. This is a Machlokas between the Mordechai and the Yesh Mochichin, and it's also Machlokas between the Chassam Sofer and the Radbaz. The Chassam Sofer thought that it was absolutely a Takana, a Dover Shivaminyan, you need to have even a Chol of Shecholvo Akum. If there's no Jew supervising, even if you can, be, be, even if you think you know that there's no non-kosher milk being added, it's 100% also because that's the Takana of Chazal. The Radbaz thought that was not the case. It's not a Dovah Shemini. That's very important. Rav Moshe Feinstein comes along. And Rav Moshe was asked the following question. You have uh, milk that's being, you know, cows that are being milked all over the United States. There's no Jews supervising the milking process. Can you rely on the fact that you have a pre-chadosh that says, Ain Dovah Tameh Be'edro? The non-Jews are not milking the, non, uh, the non-kosher cows. That's not what they do in America. As real Novogrod's grandfather would say, it's not true, they are adding non-kosher milk, right? But uh, most people are not eating non-kosher milk. So Rav Moshe said, he doesn't want to rely on the heter that there's no Dover Tomei Be'edro. Because there always is a chashash. Maybe the guy is adding something. How do you know that there's no pig running around? And even if you know there's no... He doesn't... And plus the chassam sofer says that it's a Dover Shiva Minion. So even in a case where... What? Even in a case where you know that there's no milk being added, you still need a uh, Jew supervising. Rav Moshe's mechadish, what he calls the chalav of the companies. There's a difference between going to Stama Farm, Ruben's Farm on uh, Route 42 with your container and asking for some milk, even if there's no Dover Tommy on the whole Ruben Farm. I don't think Ruben's Jewish, so that, that would. You know, but but you, know, you understand what I mean. I shouldn't have called that name, you know. Really. Well, Jimmy's farm, right? It's better. Um, so, so the so McDonald's farm. That's very good. Very good, Ed. <laughs> so, Rav Moshe was asked on a farm where all you have to rely on is that this particular farmer is not going to add the non-kosher milk. He doesn't. You can't. That the world, the Olam does not rely on that. If you're in Amsterdam, you can't just go to a farm, or if you're in America, you can't just go to a private farm with your container and get some milk. That you can't do. What Rav Moshe says as follows. However, today the rules change, and the reason why the rules change is because there are government inspectors that come and they inspect the milk and they can they will pick up if there's any milk that's in anything anything at all that's in there even if the milk forget it if it's 100% kosher pick up a little bit of antibiotic in the milk they'll throw out the whole uh, they throw out the whole truckload Rabbi Weil is a uh, you know he's a farmer the, the Weil family has farms up near Buffalo and he told me that uh, there was once um, his family went on, uh, went away they asked one of the non-Jews to or one of the neighbors to milk the cows and they said don't milk these two cows because they're on antibiotic and if a cow is on antibiotics, then you can't. Uh, you need to be off antibiotics for eight days. I think the rule is to have the milk uh, be mixed in with the other milk to be able to be sold to the consumer. So uh, the person who was in charge, some of the milk got mixed in. I don't know how they they mixed up the two cows and uh, and, and some of the some of the milk was uh, some. Listen, it's bottle, it was bottle be elef. It was bottle be mea alafim. And the they come with a big truck with a big hose and they take all the milk from one farm. They put it into a big truck and they take another. They go to five, ten, fifteen. 15 different farms in the area, and then they come at some point when all the milks, uh, milk is mixed together, they take a sample, and they found a mead shiba, mead shiba, mead of antibiotic, they, and they dumped the entire load. The entire load they dumped. So there's a tremendous amount of what we call mirtas. Forget about this no Dover Tarbi Edro. I'm going to lose money. Rav Moshe says, if, if you put some cow milk, if, some horse milk, if you put some, some donkey milk, if you put some pig milk into this, into your container, 
you're gonna, first of all, you're going to get fined. Second of all, you're going to mess up all the other farmers on your, on, on your run. Number three, they're going to, they're going to take away your license. So because you have a, a thing with, uh, with, with non-kosher milk, you're going to lose thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of dollars. It's absolutely ridiculous. And Rav Moshe says as follows. And this is the Chiddush of Rav Moshe. He says, even if you hold, now, look, the Chassam Sofa would say, uh, so what, what's, so, uh, Rav Moshe is basically saying, we know for sure that there's no, that there's no non-kosher milk because, so the other side is going to say, yeah, but it's a, it's a takana. There's no Jew watching, so there's a takana. If there's a takana, there's a takana. It doesn't matter if you can know for sure that there's no non-kosher milk. Once you make it a takana, you need a Jew supervising. Rav Moshe says, no. Even if there's a takana, and it's a Dover Shiva Minyan, What's, what, what did Chazal require to get? They required what? They required a Jew watching? Rav Moshe says, they didn't require a Jew watching. The way to create a sense of mirtas, a sense of fear, a sense of no way in the world will I add this milk if the Jew's watching. Rav Moshe says, I don't need a Jew to be doing that. As a matter of fact, he, I might even come up with a better way to do it. When the government's going to inspect your milk and fine you a lot of money, if you add this milk, well then uh, that's a bigger mirtas than anything. What happens if the Jew catches me with the milk? Milk. What's going to happen? So he won't buy the milk from me. Maybe he'll tell a few of his friends they won't buy the milk from me anymore. The government catches me. What's going to happen? They're going to, they're going to take away my license. I won't be able to sell them to anybody. Says it's a big mirtas. He says even the chasam so the chasam sofer would agree with me. You hear the chiddush? Chasam sofer says it's a dover minion. You need what? Now in Amsterdam or on a on a regular farm, there's no mirtas. The guy's not afraid of anything. It's just we can assume that since there's no dover tame in the, on the flock, he's not going to add anything. That's one step. That we don't rely on. But here, it's not just we assume he's not adding anything because there is nothing not kosher. There are no not kosher animals around. It's much more than that. With the government inspections, with the USDA, so then, so, so, there's a mere, it's no, it's no worse than the Jew watching. No worse than the Jew watching. It doesn't, because the Takana never said a Jew has to watch. The Takana was said as follows. We have to create a Mirtas. How are you going to create a Mirtas, you know, 2,000 years ago? Yisrael, 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 and you. So Rav Moshe holds that the reason why is the, is the Yisod of the Takana. Don't worry, there's plenty of um, um, cautious organizations who only rely on Hall of Yisrael Mamish, where a Jew is actually watching, because of what you're saying. Say, Rav Moshe, it's a nice, nice pshetel. But the, the, the Mishnah says, Yisrael Ro'ehu. Then the Gemara tells you why because of the Mirtas. But the Takana is Yisrael Ro'ehu. The Takana wasn't Mirtas. Parliaments are switching. You see it happening already? Mansi. About to move. Mansi. Mansi. Golden flow. So, Yisrael Ro'eyu, Yisrael Ro'eyu. So Rav Moshe says, Cholva companies is as good. There was never a takana Yisrael Ro'eyu. There's a takana that you have to know that there's no non-kosher milk. With the government inspections, we know. We know. So now, assuming that Rav Moshe, and he said what he said, there's a big machlok that you should be aware of about what was really the position of Rav Moshe. What was really the position of Rav Moshe? Because Rav Moshe, I'll show you on number six, number seven, every single time Rav Moshe has his tshuva, every time he writes, and it's mutter the chalava companies because of the mirtas, because of government inspections, and they're going to fine you, and they're going to close down the business and take away the license, 100% it's mutter. However, he always, at the end, he says, however, however, ani ba'atzmi noheg shalozit. I myself only drink chalav Yisrael. And a bal nefesh yachmir la'atzma. 
Every single tshuva. Here has three tshuvas on this. Every tshuva. Bal nefesh yachmir la'atzma. Now, we have to now figure out, what's a bal nefesh? It doesn't say a bal basa. Not a bal basa. A bal nefesh. Right? A bal, ne- a bal basa would mean someone who loves Hershey's. Right? Or someone who does. A bal, a bal nefesh is yachmir la'atzma. Bal nefesh. What's a bal nefesh? You want to be a, if you want to, you want to be machmir. So the two sides are as follows. These are the two sides of Rav Moshe's tshuva. And we'll give evidence of each side. We'll spend a few minutes on this. One side is as follows. Rav Moshe was asked the question in the 1950s. You couldn't get Chol of Yisrael milk. It was, you could, it was very, very hard to get. He, he was asked to shout out from somewhere uh, in mid-America. So he writes, listen, you can't get it. You can rely on this header. But if you can get Chol of Yisrael milk, what did they serve in MTJ? Rav Moshe's yeshiva. Anybody know? Juice. So no, no. <laughs> they served originally in the early years. They served milk that was not watched by the Jew, and in the later years, even when Rav Moshe was alive, they started serving chol of Yisrael. What did they serve in Lakewood? In Lakewood, originally when they first opened up, they served chol of what we call chol of Akum. We would not call it Chalavakum, because Chalavakum has a connotation that it's a problem. It's Chalavakum. So we call it, listen, we call it Chalavstam. Chalavstam means as follows. Now, again, according to Rav Moshe, if you really, if you really take what he's saying as it is, then the milk that's sold in America without any single OU, no OUD, nothing, you can go into any, not any farm, but you can go into any store where milk is sold commercially by any milk without a hashgacha because Cholava companies, you have the mirtas, they're not going to add anything that's not kosher. 100%. You can buy any milk. You do not need an OUD. You can buy a toxin. You can buy anything you want. As long as it's, as long as it's not, as long as it's not on a, as long as it's not on a, uh, they have an OUD. So any milk. You can buy any milk. According to Rav Moshe. So, but Rav Moshe said, yeah, but when did Rav Moshe say that? When you couldn't get Chalvi's raw milk? If you're driving on, you know, if you're driving upstate, so there's something called the Four Corners near, near uh, Woodburn, right? So on the left side there's a Stewart's, and on the right side there's a Hamish place you can buy coffee with Chalvi's raw. So would Rav Moshe say, listen, Stewart's, it's just a little bit nicer, it's more relaxed, I can get my gas over there. I'd rather go to Stewart's. Takes an extra seven seconds to go. Across and Gachal Yisrael would Rav Moshe also say then that you could be makel, or Rav Moshe say no, you know if, if you can't get it, you can't get it. About the price. So also, also about yeah. So Rav Moshe, interestingly, in the Chuvas himself, you know, you have a heter, and then he says as follows: There was the yeshiva, I think, it was up in Toronto, and they said they asked him the shala, should we serve? Can we just buy chal of stam? It's it's less expensive. Rav Moshe said for a yeshiva, you should serve chal of Yisrael. Because uh, young people have to know there's an Indian of there's an Indian of doing things you know glot there's anything doing things a hundred percent bal nefesh okay regular person so Rav Moshe in different places every time he says it's mutter it's mutter bal nefesh atzma what does he serve in the yeshiva chol of Yisrael what does he drink chol of Yisrael what do his children drink chol of stam isn't that interesting factual the children drink chol of stam. So the Shaila is, if Rav Moshe really felt it was Aser, would Rav Reuben and Rav David and the family drink Chol of Stam? They don't drink Chol of Yisrael. Why? Because they hold that it's Mutter. I'm not sure, maybe Chol of Yisrael, because Rav Moshe said for the Yeshiva it's Chol of Yisrael. But in the house they drink Chol of Stam. This is what I hear from everybody says this. These are the facts. And then there are others that are saying Rav Moshe only meant it, he only said it when you couldn't get other milk. This is the big Shaila, what did Rav Moshe mean? However, if all we're relying on is Rav Moshe, then maybe there's room to be Machmir. I mean, and there certainly is room to be Machmir. Rav Moshe himself says, 
However, Rav Soloveitchik held that you can rely, he liked the, he liked the, the heter so much. Yeah, Rav Salvejic said three things. Rav Salvejic held, first of all, you have Ein Dover Tomei Be'edrel, the original Hatter. That alone, you can't rely on. There's no, there's no pigs or, or horses on the farm. So what? Goy can still add something. There's, maybe it's a Takana. Rav Moshe's Hatter, call of our companies, you have the Mirtas of the government. Number three, nowadays, the cows are not milked by hand, they're milked by machine. Maybe the whole Takana never applied in such a case. Not exactly clear why that should be. If you're worried about mixing, you're not worried about... So, and number... F- so that's the three Stodim Lahatta, the Rav said it's Mutal Lechatchil. And the Rav himself, where Rav Moshe was Machma for himself, the Rav himself drank Cholom Stab. He did not Dafka drink Cholom Yisrael. Rav Henkin relied on the Hatta Lechatchil. So the OU, when they give the Hatter on milk that is not Cholom Yisrael, means there's no Jew supervising the milking process, it wasn't just because of Rav Moshe's Hatter. The Rav held like that, Rav Henkin held like that, Rav Moshe himself says it's okay, Maybe Bal Nefesh Yachmal Atzmo. So is yeah. Yeah, I, I just want people to understand that the OU gives hashkacha a non-chalav Israel milk for purpose. And I saw this myself. That places that get the milk and now pasteurize it and bottle it, they some of them, if they're smallish, smallish, not small, but smallish, they tend to, to make other products on the same line, using the same pasteurizer. This is juice. That's why they give the OUD. That's, That's exactly right. But it's not because... Buy a cont- no, but you can. You can. Without an OU. You can go and buy a milk without an OU 100%. There's no doubt. I spoke to Rabbi Ganak personally. Really? And I, I spoke to Rabbi Ganak and I asked him, so if you rely on the chalav of Ein Dover Edro, and you rely on the fact that this chalav our companies, Rav Marsh's had there, that there's no milk being added, so why do you have an OUD? So he said, that's a good question. You really don't need it. He didn't want to put it in in the first place, but he got pressure because of your issue. That's what he told me. So because maybe they're mixing, maybe they're additives, maybe they're, no, the way no, they no, pasteurize no, it. No, 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 so no. even if they, so he said that, he says, so he said that you, he says you can, he told me, I'm telling you, he told me that you can go and buy milk even without an OUD 100%. And you don't have to worry. Anything that's there is bottle. You don't have to worry about it. That's what he said. Okay. So maybe there's three levels of Khumra. Um, of Israel, OU, or some other, Hashgacha, and then you have no Hashgacha at all, but that's what Rabbi Ganak told me. I just spoke to him not, not long ago. Yeah. We spoke about the E raise. It doesn't matter what the reason of the Takana What Chaim raised. We have plenty of Takana's Takana said that the reasons are not in the game. So he says, but we, no, it's not just the reason. Rabbi Moshe was saying that the moment you know so, so clearly, so then that, the Takana was not on that. That's what Rabbi Moshe says. Then maybe that's why Rabbi Moshe says, Balnefesh Yachmal Atzmo. You should know that the, 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 the people in the world who are Dafka Machman Vachal of Israel is because of that. They made a takana, and even if there's no concern at all, so it doesn't matter, they made a takana. That, you're right, but then Rav Moshe said that the takana was, not that a Jew has to see. That the, the Jew has to see is just the, the takana was chol of akum, without a mirtas. How do you get rid of that? Either Yisrael sees it, the company sees it, a chol of Yisrael, chol of akum with no mirtas. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, in the Mishnah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you asking? Yeah. Let's just see one line. I want to show you the line. Shh. 
I want to show you the line in number six and number seven from Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe says this whole thing only applies to chalav that is um, commercially made. Who rock me chalav in number six shall accompanies mitam gadol shemir tesila arv af mashu mitzad ashgachas dini hamadina shaon shenal zeh. They're going to punish for this. They're going to get fines for this. Uve mirtas lo gazru. And but when there was a mirtas, when there was a fear, and there was and people were just there was such a pressure that they wouldn't do it. Lo gazru. Kihadi Yisrael yoshev mitzad edro shalakim shemutar after lo chazile. Look at the raya that he says. Very nice. He says they didn't say that a Jew has to see the milking. What did they say? A Jew has to be available to be able to see it to create a mirtas. Remember I said before that if the Jew stands up, he can see. If he sits down, he can't see. He can sit down. He's allowed. To, he doesn't have to watch him. He's allowed to sit down. He doesn't have to watch every second. So what do you see? That the Jew doesn't have to see it. The Jew has to be there to create a sense of mirtas that the go- the government does as well. However, likachol of the last paragraph in number six. That everybody's mach, everybody's machmir for that. The low karat basel So therefore, Rav Moshe says, in America, where we know there are um, there are fines and inspections, and there's reason that the government is on top of it. So there, you can go and buy commercially sold milk. My brokerer says you need an OUD. I spoke to Rabbi Ganak. You don't. We'll have to be we have to make sure that we, we're correct on that. But but you go to some other country. Even if there's no Dover Tommy Edro, 100% you cannot buy the milk because if you don't know that there's government inspections on top of it, then you can't buy the milk. 100% you cannot. In America, you can. The Chol of Ha companies. And then in number seven, he writes as follows. <coughs> no, uh, you don't have the whole thing, but I'll show you in number seven. Being a Chol of Ha companies on the bottom of number seven. So therefore, the in the second paragraph, in number seven, when the guy milks and a Jew does not see, it doesn't mean that the Jew has to see it. The Jew, if the Jew knows for sure, what does it mean knows for sure? If they add any non-kosher milk, they're going to be punished. They're going to lose a lot more money if they put in some non-kosher milk. Forget about the Jew. They're not going to do it because the government's going to be on top of them. That's not Everybody holds like this. There's no reason to argue with this. Someone wants to be mekel and not drink chol of Israel. He's a hundred percent can be mekel. Many rabbonim shomrei Torah mitzvahs. They don't dafka drink chol of Israel. The chas v'shalom lomar sha'osin shalokidin. And God forbid to say, people who don't drink chalav Yisrael are doing improperly. However, look at the last line. Avam yikamokom l'balei nefesh min haroi l'hachamer ve'em izem shem yuhara. You don't have to be a, you know, it's not a, you're not being a big shot if you say, uh, I only drink chalav Yisrael. It's fine. There's room to be machmir. Kach ani noheg l'hachmir ba'atzmi. Me, myself, I'm machmir. I heard from a friend of mine that he knows someone the name of Rabbi Grossman, Rabbi Jackie Grossman. He's a Rav in Shar HaTorah. When he was a young boy, he would go to visit, one, somebody went to visit Rav Moshe. He was 14 or 15 years old. And, um, and uh, Rav Moshe was sitting, you know, in, in the camp up in the mountains. He was sitting under a tree. Maybe the Rebetzin was there. He brought, they brought some milk. And uh, Rav Moshe was a, there was a cup for Rav Moshe. And there was, someone was going to pour some milk for the boys. You know, there were two, this guy, this Rabbi Grossman, Jackie Grossman and, uh, and his friend. And Rav Moshe said, no, 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 no. Give them the good stuff. You know, don't, don't give them the Chalav Yisrael. You know, the Chalav Yisrael, it's going gonna, it's gonna to spoil a little faster. Give them the good stuff. 
If Rav Moshe held that really it was usher, but only when you can't get the Chol of Yisrael, it's hard to say that he would say, yeah, you get a, give him, get, don't, don't give him the Libras, give him the Hershey's. You know, like so, so therefore what we have so far is a double-pronged hetter. First of all, there's not, not, people don't, people, they just don't milk non-kosher animals anymore. That's not, that's not what's done. That we don't rely on. Even if you go to a country, that's not what the farmer does, that we don't rely on. Number two, there's a fear to do it. They're going to get punished. They're going to get fined. That's the second prong of the heter. Number three, the rub adds, and no one else says this, but the rub adds, machine milk cows is not bechlal b'yeser. Rav, Rav Al-Yashiv writes, if you would put, you know, if you want Chal Yisrael, it's going to cost a lot of money. You have to have a super, someone there all the time supervising. That's already a, that's a big, that's a big expense. Chal Yisrael is going to be more expensive. What if you put video cameras up? And you could be sitting, uh, in America, you could have Chal Yisrael in some country, wherever it is. Video cameras, even Rav Al-Yashiv writes, that's Chal Yisrael. You certainly don't physically have to be there. If the Jew is able to watch, you know, oh, but, but you can always sneak something in because the video, yeah, but even the Jew doesn't have to be there all the time. You can just stand up and see. So video cameras, everybody would agree, would be considered full Chal Yisrael, that's for sure. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a topic for another day, but uh, the whole, isn't there a real serious problem when a lot gives the the cooler, and then the same breath says, but for me, I'm on Mahmoud. But he says clearly, it's a Mahmoud. It's, it's, not, it's not saying well, I don't hold... You of, of being... That's a good question. It's about you know it's something called a bal nefesh. This, even apparently, even Rav Moshe held there was something at least one notch that was more chash, more more uh, you know, less uh, less lekula than than chal um, uh, more than what he calls chal of stop or chal of our company. So, if you want to be machmed, maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is to say. There is another notch, and therefore I'm showing you there's another notch by me being machmer, but my children and, 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 and my, my talmidim, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force that on them. I'm not gonna force that on them. Right? Yeah. Right, 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 maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. As opposed to? I think that, yeah, but that's, it's all part of the issue. They're not going to add things in the, if it was Chol of Israel, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think they're gonna watch it in the truck when it goes from one farm to the other, but the, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't think we go that far. I don't think we go that far. It's probably at the time of the milk. So whenever there's a Hefshel on milk, that is not, doesn't mean Absolutely not. That's correct. It me all it means is that um, that we're in, in the truck and nothing else is being added in that's not kosher. But it's not Chol of Israel. It's Chol of Stam. It's Chol of Rav Moshe. It's Chol of Rav Solveitchik. It's Chol of Rav Henkin. Not Chol of Israel. It needs to say Chol of Israel. Now the Chelkas Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Breish, listen to the way he writes the Shuba just to show that not everyone agrees with Rav Moshe at all. Never give Moshe at all. He's asked the Shiloh. Listen to the way he asked the Shiloh. Number nine. Devar ha'cholav ba'artzol sabris. There's a, there's a question of milk in, in America. Shekayim sham pikuach mehamem shalah. Where there's a, uh, government supervision. Shalola arev cholav tamav ya'anshu. Vigam yizgaru kola esek ba'armalze. And they'll close down, they'll lose their license and close down the business that they find that's, it's dangerous. People can get sick. You add non-kosher milk. Can you rely on a on a on the, on the big rub there? Who says that you can be mangled? Who do you think he's referring to? The The reason for his the reason for his Yaakov was a rub, the chief rabbi of Zurich for many many years. 
Big, a big part, very, very important sefer. Vatam of an imuko. Let's put it this way. What's this? What's you know, you can read the whole tshuva. You could still rely on Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe was Rav Moshe. Vatam of an imuko. Kivin de mirtasi maod laariv. Eish smach gadol lahatir af below shitas prichadosh. Forget about the prichadosh. There's no davar tamei beedrov. Forget about that. We have another reason to be mekel. From the ikur the idea brura havikuri yamamish. You know for sure they're not adding anything because of the pikuach hamemshala. But lachen gam bechol of akum kishayish. That's the words of the Rav Hamatir. Listen to the line, David Chaim. Listen to what you said before. It's exactly what the Chalkasakov writes. Bamis, ain't bechol rayosa with all the rayos and all the proofs that Rav Moshe brings. It's not enough. Kedai listor din hamafurush b'shulchan aruch ba'poskim ad gedoli acharonim. It says cholov shachovu akum. The ain't yisrael roehu. You can't drink it. Is there a yisrael watching the milk? No. There's a pikuach mehamem shalah. Last I checked, that does not mean that there's a little Jewish person on the farm watching the milk. Therefore, the Chelkas Yaakov writes, you cannot rely on it. And he goes further. Alkain, look at the way he writes in the end. Again, read the whole thing yourself. He says, Alkain, pshita upshita, the chas v'shalom lon lahatir, o lezalzel b'dirabbara lehizgael b'isr. Okay? Anur hagam pahamadina shvites in Switzerland, we're machmir, shahakilos mefazim mamon rav avor kashos chalav. We pay a lot of money to get chalav Yisrael. Everybody, all the Haredim know to be Anything that the Rav says to be Matir, Listen, Kachidai wasn't disrespectful. disagrees vehemently. Says it's absolutely you can't rely on this. There's minion. And if you go through the Shuva, he also says, and you think that Bikuach Memshalo is enough, they're adding stuff, they're doing stuff, you can't trust. It anyway, etc. Et so there's a major machlokas in the veld. Whether you dafka have to drink cholav yisrael or not, Rav Moshe is matir. The OU is matir. You know, the OUD does not mean that it's cholav yisrael. It just means that other things are not being added, but it's not being supervised by Jews. What that means is you're relying on the Rav, Rav Moshe, and Rav Hankin. Again, you know, murder is row. It's not a problem, but you should just be aware that there is room. There is a room to be. There is certainly room to be uh, to be machmer. Let's move on. We'll take two questions. I want to mention two, one or two more things, and then next week. We'll do cottage cheese, yeah. Uh-huh, right, right, right. Maybe he doesn't know the facts. Maybe he doesn't know the facts. That's correct. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. I don't know about my first son, but what I do is usually when I'm trying, when I'm not so careful on my diet, I sneak into Howard's office and I take some of the herbs. That's why I started with that. Let's start with but ch- but chocolate is not such a big issue. Well, let's. How about milk? Is there, is there an issue on milking on Shabbos? Yes, yes. You should know the Mahajra in Eretz Yisrael. There's a number of things that you get when you buy Chol of Yisrael Mahajra. What you get is a few things. One, Chol of Yisrael. But the truth is, we'll discuss Eretz Yisrael in a minute. And two, it's for sure not going to be milked on Shabbos. So the, the question is, the question is, right, but they're not going to use that milk. They're not, you're not going you're not to be buying milk of milk that was milked on Shabbos. How you can milk it, they can do it, dosh for Tzabra Lechayim, they're able to do it. But the, the milk's on, so one thing you're sure about is that it's not going to be milk milked on Shabbos, that's a Mahajra. No, no, because the non-Jew is milking, so that's no problem for me. And he's not milking for me, he's milking for... Out, whoever wants to buy the milk. If it was a non-religious
religious Jewish farm that was milking on Shabbos, for Jew, even there it has to be for Jews. It has to be, for something, for a malacha, for something to be also for you to take part in, you know, if it's done for you on Shabbos, is if it's done for you. And even that is only a problem to drink it on Shabbos. You can wait till after. How long does it take to milk? You can wait an hour after. It takes an hour to milk. Probably takes less than an hour. It takes an hour to milk. There's a lot of other issues. Let's, let's, let's get into one or two of the other issues. Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank has a famous hetter that there is a difference between milk and powdered milk. Many chocolate bars, and maybe that's a difference between Hershey's and Levers, I'm not sure, but many chocolate bars, the milk that they add is not milk, it's powder. What's powder milk? Powder milk is what, it's, it is what it is. They take the milk, they dry it, it becomes like a powder, it has still the taste of milk, and then they add it. Now, why should that be any less homer? Why should that be less problematic than if it's just regular milk? Milk is milk. So the answer is, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it, we discussed this in our shiurim. Alcohol, exactly. I was talking about gelatin. We have the share of gelatin. Once it, it takes a different, uh, um, it, it, it's a different um, state, so maybe it loses its status of hetter. But there's a big difference between taking a liquid and turning it into a gas, and taking a liquid and turning it into a, a solid. Liquid and solid are things that we can we have in the world. A gas is something that's you know it's poruchim ba'avir to use the kalkas yakov lasher, right? So maybe there's less of them. So the, so this is where it comes out. Rosh Hashanah says it's not that it's not milk; it's that the takana of cholov akum was not said, it was only said in a, in a liquid form. I don't know if he gets into that, he, I don't have time to, we have time to prove it, it's, it's, it's dachuk, but that uh, was, there's room to be made. Number two, maybe you could say panam chadoshos, not panam chadoshos that if you, if you mixed it with meat, it wouldn't be basa b'chalov, but again, because of the panam chadoshos, maybe it loses the status of the takana of chalavakim, similar to Rav Tzipah Frank. There's a kind of Arab, Aaron Vulcan, if you look at number 10, basically says that. Kivin sheyesh kan shinoi b'guf ha'chalov, shenishtane b'kfi upanam chadoshos volakam, the last line of number 10. If you're asking the question, the top line of number 10, they take the milk, they make it into a powder, and then you add it to the, you add it to the chocolate bar, then you add it. So there, even if it's not Cholov Yisrael, maybe the whole Takar, so there are people out there who, they'll only drink Cholov Yisrael, but if it's a type of a, of, of a food that, it's not, it's, it's Cholov Yisrael, but chal of powder Yisrael. I'm sorry. It's chal of stam, but as a powder, that they're going to be mekel on. So they won't drink a they won't drink a couple of milk. But they, what? No, we're not worried about. We have, still have the mirtas. We still have the whole mirtas. Yeah, of course, we still have the mirtas. But now the question is, but I don't, I don't, I don't hold like Rav Marsha's hat there. I need chal of Yisrael. But the takana never apply when it's a powder. The order takana never applied. That night, no, right? So therefore, there's no takana if it's a powder. So that's where. So nowadays, what happens? Eretz Yisrael, the Hagendaz is on the uh, is on the you know it's being sold by a number of stores in Eretz Yisrael, and the chief rabbi is saying, we are not going, we're going to pull the Hashgacha if you continue to sell Hagendaz. Why? Why can they not sell Hagendaz? Hagendaz, we eat Hagendaz. Hagendaz, what kind of, what does Hagendaz use? Does it use powdered milk or does it use milk milk, liquid milk? Hagendaz uses liquid milk. Oh, liquid milk. So now, if you want to eat Hagendaz, the only way to eat is if you rely on the heter of Chalof, of Chalof Stam. In Eretz Yisrael, they do not rely on the heter of Chalof Stam. You can't get food, you can get it, but you're not going to rely. They only rely on Chalof Yisrael. Oh, so they didn't rely on the heter of Moshe and they're using liquid milk. So they say, if you're going to sell Hagendaz, we're going to pull the what's we're going to pull the, we're going to 
going to pull the Hajjah up. I actually read it. You can go online. It says as follows. We request from those, no, you don't have it in front of you. We request from those providing contract certificates, this from the state rabbinical authority, not to permit the sale of the product of Haganahs in places with contract supervision, etc., etc. Milk produced by non-Jews without Jewish supervision was forbidden by the sages of Talmud to a concern, although posting of Jewish law, in particular of Moshe Weizen, have permitted the consumption of unsupervised milk if it's, a, if it's significantly more expensive or unavailable. Rav Moshe didn't say that, but they're adding that in. It is seen as less ideal, Rav Moshe didn't say that either, although he did say Baldavish, and the Kashi authorities in Israel do not permit cultural certificates for products using unsupervised milk. If it's milk that is powdered, you can learn of Tzu Pesach Frank. However, and therefore, if you don't pull the Haggadahs, you're going to have a problem. And the, the line out there on the bus stops is, love God more than ice cream. Okay, that's, that's where the, that's where the, where, where it moves off. It's a love Hashem more than Haggadahs. Okay, so I, that's not so bad, right? We can, we can come up with that. But again, you understand why. Because since the Haggadahs, so what's going to happen is if you're an Eretz Yisrael, Chol of Stam, you're not going to get. Chol of Yisrael, you can get, you can get Chol of Stam products, but only if they're using powdered milk. If they're using liquid milk, you're not going to get it. You want Chol of Yisrael Mahadrin, that means you're using Chol of Yisrael milk, and even the milk, if it's powdered, is also Chol of Yisrael, means it's supervised by Jews. Yeah? I would think that Haggadahs is produced here in America, but Haggadahs is produced in Europe, and why not be? That's true, that's absolutely true. So that's absolutely Israel true. Probably getting their product of it could, that I don't know. That I don't know. That, 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 that could be. It didn't mention that, but that could be. That could be. <clears throat> right. So, if you're drinking, if you're in Eretz Yisrael, you're eating Mahajrin, two things you're getting. Two things you're getting with Mahajrin in Eretz Yisrael. One, two things you're getting. One is, you're getting, even the powdered milk is Chol of Yisrael. It means it's supervised by Jews. They're not relying on the fact that the government has some type of inspection. That's number one. Number two, you can be sure that the milk that you're drinking was not milk that was milked on Shabbos. And if it's not Mahajan, you're not going to be drinking Chol of Stam. Not in Eretz Israel. But you'll be drinking powdered Chol of Stam. And maybe the milk you're drinking might have been milked on, uh, not even milked on Shabbos. That's the, those are the two differences. But we have to discuss, we have to discuss, and we'll end with this for the day, this for the day, <coughs> is, is the Indian of cheese. Cheese is made from milk. Cheese is made from milk. So then the question is, can you drink... So you should be able to eat cheese that's not Chol of Yisrael. All right, that makes a lot of sense. So what, is it, you can go to a farm and... Um, and not a farm. So you can go into any store and buy any... If you can go to a store, as I said, and buy any milk, even without a OUD, so then if cheese is made from milk... So then you can go to a store and buy a cheese without an OUD. That's not correct at all. That's not correct at all. The reason why, that's not correct at all, and the reason why that's not correct is because now there's something called Gvinas Akum. And next week we're going to discuss what's the reason for Gvinas Akum and how it applies to us today. Okay.